Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our playground of information. This is Star Style. Be the star you are, where we we play and have fun and inform and amuse and educate. It's all about uh, edutainment. It's brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be The Star You Are charity that is celebrating its 16th anniversary. It started today. So happy anniversary, Be The Star You Are. We are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And you're listening to us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel where we strive to seed, stimulate, and support space for positive, meaningful conversations. Instead of waiting for something better to happen, create it yourself. That's sort of what we believe in. The Miracle Moment for uh, today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity, celebrating its anniversary and being honored as a top nonprofit by GuideStar for the sixth year in a row. You can make a donation by going to bethestarur.org. And this uh, Miracle Moment is from Ovid. Let your hook always be cast in the stream where you least expect it. Because there will be fish. (laughs) It's a good one, isn't it? A couple of quick announcements. I first of all want to give a shout out to the great hotel team at um, Homewood Suites by Hilton in Irving, Dallas, Fort Worth Airport location for the amazing service that my husband and I experienced this last week. And a special thank out, a shout out to Keith and to David for the entertainment and, and driving us around, and to manager Christian for going above and beyond our expectations for the visits. We really appreciate your enthusiasm, your professionalism, and we will be recommending you. And this is not a paid commercial. This is from my heart. (laughs) And one other shout-out to Hilda and Simon from Hotel Conchal in Brazilito, Costa Rica, for their hospitality. It was a lovely, quaint 
uh, kind of bed and breakfast hotel. It was friendly, clean, comfortable, and right near Playa Conchal. And if you're headed to Costa Rica, it is a really great place to stay in the midst of beautiful gardens. And uh, one final announcement coming up Saturday, September 27th. We hope you'll visit our Be The Star You Are charity booth at the Pear and Wine Festival, sponsored by the La Mirinda Weekly Newspaper and Napa Valley Wealth Management. For information, go to btsya.org and click on Events. So, Heather, Hi. how are you today? I know, right? You've been yes. gone so long, lady. It's been so long, and you've been so so busy with all of your teaching and instructing of bar. I think that's really fantastic. And today in our show, I just want to tell people what we'll be talking about. Um, we're going to be, have a little serious side, and we'll be talking about um, how to deal with death, because it's something that none of us will get out of, and death brings changes, and it also can enforce healing. So I'm going to kind of walk you through the graveyard of losing a loved one. Also, summer's winding down. Autumn is fast approaching. And for gardeners, this is the time to determine if you want to plant a fall vegetable garden to provide fresh vegetables or, um, you know, what you need to do. And I'm going to give you a guide, a guide for the fall. But coming right up here, Heather in our Health Matters is going to talk about food multitasking. And what about fortified foods with added vitamins and nutrients? Are they adding value to our lives or are they taking away from it? So, Heather, let's get right to your segment because I think this is a very interesting topic for Star Stab, Be the Star You Are because our, our society is really obsessed with multitasking. I know I'm a major multitasker, as are you. And very often we want our food to do it too. Now, I'm not, I'm not into buying fast foods or processed foods. I kind of try to grow everything I can and keep it simple. But tell us what is healthy, what is not, what, what does it mean to be nutrients enhanced? Um, do we really need protein in our ketchup? I mean, <laughs> what's your take on all of this? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, just as you're saying, multitasking, and a lot of times as Americans, we are in this rush, 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 and a lot of times this whole, you know, the no fat, the no carbs, or that something's healthier for us, we don't take the time to read the labels or read what's really inside of these things. Um, just as we're saying that a candy bar is still a candy bar, even if it's enriched with calcium. You know, it still has all the sugars and fats as it did before. And functional foods, um, sort of by their definition, are foods that are uh, foods and products that have been fortified um, with uh, vitamins and nutrients for added nutritional value. And this actually started many, many years ago. Um, it had the best sort of um, intentions, and in that they they'd done this originally, um, you know, addressing sort of a public health crisis that. Um, that people didn't have um, enough, uh, you know, enough of these nutrients in their food. So they started adding iodine um, and salt and, um, you know, other, just other things that were going to, you know, treat, that, you know, children weren't getting these things, especially in school programs. So we started adding, you know, vitamin D, um, you know, with for, for milk, for rickets, and, you know, a bore, um, you know folic acid for bone deformation. But, you know, over time, we've... And fluoride for teeth. <laughs> Right, exactly. fluoride in the water for teeth. Yes, 
Exactly. So what originally started was by enhancing these things um, into our foods uh, to, to help the population. Well, over time, it, you know, it, we've become sort of a more highly effective um, civilization, and now you know we do have access to all these vitamins for things that, you know, food and, and other ways um, without being in supplements. Um, but people still, I mean, I know I'm drawn when I see something that says, um, you know, that it has protein or full gas or whatever, um, I tend to be for it. But the big thing is always, always you know, reading your products. Um, fortification, you know, exactly. It's, it's a tool that can help um, improve health. I'm not saying anything against it. However, um, a lot of times people can get, these vitamins and um, you know, these vitamins and minerals from the food they already eat, you know, from vegetables, from milk, um, and they don't need these additional things. And as we know, is that you know, there always is that thin line um, of having too much of a good thing, of having a balance. That's um, what I was just going to ask: Is there danger sometimes in getting these things that are processed and fortified? Yeah. Well, exactly. So. I kind of get back to that a lot of times we, many people get the nutrition we already need, that we don't need these over things. And for the most part, your body will only accept so much of a nutrient. So um, it being such a billion-dollar market of these enhanced products and these supplements, you're sort of wasting your money if you're already eating such things that have that essentialness to it. Um, but there are certain things that, you know, our body, we do a lot of times that, you know, they say within, you know, America that we aren't getting enough, even though we are overcrazed with health as well as we are overcrazed with obesity too. Um, so there are actually about three key nutrients um, that, are, that are in these functional foods and that are actually recommended because Americans, for what statistics have showed, are not getting it. So, for example, um, it's, in recent studies have showed that about 60% of Americans don't get enough vitamin D. And vitamin D, what it is exactly is that it's a fat-soluble vitamin, um, and it helps us absorb calcium. And a lot of times you'll see enriched uh, milks that have it or enriched uh, orange juice. And only a few foods actually have it, one being which um, milk. And actually your body can naturally trigger, trigger um, vitamin D production uh, via being in the sunlight. As we know, the counteractive with that is that too much sunlight, too much sun exposure has its negative things and can possibly lead, um, you know, lead to skin cancer. It's sort of this um, sort of never-ending circle that this is, you know, we do need this, but there's also this thing. Um, but I wanted to ask you about vitamin D. If you, I don't, I don't know if you know the answer sure. to it or not. But supposedly, you only need about 15 minutes of sunlight every day to get the amount of vitamin D that you need. So it wouldn't seem that in 15 minutes it would be that cancer-inducing, at least from my opinion. But is it that many people don't absorb vitamin D and they need, you know, they need that extra nutrient? Well, one thing too, again, yeah, that, that some people they can have vitamin D deficiency. Um, but one thing also that comes from sunlight is, you know, studies have shown that uh, being exposed, sun exposure and sunlight and daylight and, you know, good weather can help fight off depression. And, um, you know, and that can lead, you know, for other things is that we are seasonally affected where our moods, our energy, we, you know, we, you know, when it's a bright sunny day, we feel like, let's go outside, let's go do this. When it's overcast, when it's rainy, you know, when it's like we want to stay inside, we want, don't want to do things, we are naturally affected by this. When it comes down to it, we are creatures, we are animals. Um, again, you know, they only say this 15 minutes 
of it. Um, but, you know, a lot of damage can be. It, it really depends on what your ethnicity is and where you are essentially located within the world, within the hemisphere. Um, because, you know, as we know, 15 minutes in Death Valley is going to be a lot different than 15 minutes in uh, Nebraska. Oh, so that's exactly you, you know, right. You have to think yeah, about yeah, you have to think about the, the certain things of what your general location. So that's always, you know, when things are, you know, uh, generalizing things, you really have to look at the big picture of it. And, you know, and there for, um, like for example, for vitamin D, things you can get it for uh, fortified foods, milk, yogurts, orange juices, just as I was saying, is that it's something essential with calcium. And then that gets to calcium. Um, that calcium is actually the most abundant nutrient um, that's in the body. And calcium, as we know, it's... It, for uh, bone development, tooth development, um, you know, formation of our muscles, all these kind of things. And um, milk, obviously, is the most common. When we think of, you know, milk does the body good, we think because of the calcium that's in it. Um, And, but there's other things that, you know, salmon, broccoli, because some people, you know, have uh, dairy uh, intolerances, and there's actually been many studies showing that, uh, that technically, you know, humans, we are, the only uh, mammal that um, not only continues to consume milk beyond, um, you know, a, an infant state, but that we consume other mammals' um, milk, which being um, cows for the most thing. And that's why many people have an intolerance or they get rashes or, you know, our body, you know, we, we act, react different to it. Um, that says something that actually goat's milk is the most similar to um, human's milk um, and again, in lower quantities, I have to say I'm a dairy fiend. I love cheese. I love ice cream. Um, I wish I could. I wish I could lower the intake of it, but I love it so much. Um, but that affects people in different ways. But also, um, lack you know lack of calcium can. Lead, I'm with uh, you though. Get, I, I I I love dairy as well. So <laughs> I think yeah, there's a well, lot of us that well, enjoy thing, it. Well, one I thing you know with. Uh, oh, and I was just going to say, well, again, with the calcium thing is, again, the over of calcium is that it can affect your skin, um, it can affect your moods, it bloating, fat content, all this kind of stuff. Um, but lack of calcium um, is the things that can cause osteoporosis, uh, tooth decay. And as we know, as our, as our bodies age, um, we absorb things differently. And for a lot of times, that's why it takes a little bit more effort. Um, so now things that are fortified, and some people say, you know, I don't want to have dairy I don't, to get my calcium, um, orange juice, oatmeal, um, almond milk, uh, soy milk. Uh, there, you know, there's very, people have various issues, you know, towards soy, um, but rice, or even just taking a daily calcium um, supplement, as well as now they even make those little gummy chews. Um, they do make, you know, those, those multivitamins. I personally can't stomach those giant horse pills. They make me sick. I'd rather take all the individual pills. Um, but for some people, that's just too much. And, and again, people, for the most part, are getting a lot of this on their own, um, which leads me to one of the most important ones, especially for women, is folic acid. And um, folic acid is extremely important for women, especially if they are pregnant or planning to get pregnant. So in my mind, I always view um, as any woman. When I started working uh, with Planned Parenthood, that was something we would always discuss with patients, um, no matter how, you know, starting at any age, just as a woman, um, to start taking folic acid. If they ever intended one day to become pregnant, even if it was many, many years away, um, to take folic acid because one of the essential things that it does is um, it can help defend against birth defects and spina, I can never pronounce this correctly, but spina bifida, 
but you know what spina, I'm trying to say. Spina bifida. Yes. Um, which <laughs> That's is a the horrendous, word. Horrendous and it is thing. a horrendous disease. It's um, a horrendous disease. But what, they, what they've shown is by taking folic acid, 400 milligrams um, a day, which is just, you know, so I actually, I can do, I take, I am not planning any, any children at the moment for a long, long time. But I take it every day because not only does it have the effects that if you are going to be pregnant, um, that it has essential nutrients, but for women, it helps with your nail growth, hair growth. And since I started taking it, I actually, my hair grows so fast now, as well as my nails. And it, for, for better or worse, like constantly needing to cut it um, or cutting my hair too short and then it growing back rather quickly that I'm not concerned with, especially with the nails. And it also makes stronger hair, stronger nails. What about so, in natural foods? Where do you find folic acid, you know, without taking so, a vitamin? So it can be fine, found, um, those things, again, it is and sort of an incomplete thing. It's re- it is really hard to get um, that amount of folic acid daily, you'd have to eat a lot. So a main thing people always say that it's in a lot of leafy greens, you know, kale, spinach, but um, those being the highest things, you would have to consume an incredibly large amount to get up to that 400 milligrams. So they do make enriched foods um, that, you know, whole grain breads, pastas, um, sort of, you know, the grape nuts, healthier cereals, as well as, you know, just getting things where it's uh, naturally found, um, in these leafy green products, um, my best thing is, you know, if you don't want to be consuming all these, you know, crazy amounts. I, I don't know if you used to remember the commercials for Total, the, the cereal brand Total, that they um, contain, you know, 100, that they actually do look and have a very high percentage of folic acid. But, again, where the issue um, lies with these products that can, contain 100% vitamin D, 100% calcium, um, after one bowl, now you've reached your daily maximum, um, then you know your body having an almost uh, you know mineral overload. And that uh, was going to be my question: is how much you know? Is there something like I do you know? Because that was total was something that I used to to eat a lot of cereal. Uh, yeah, is too much too much? I mean, when you have that one bowl of cereal, is there well, any? Yeah, is there anything? Especially if you eat a lot of leafy greens, then you don't yeah, need two hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Well, yes and no. Well, one, your body can only absorb so many calcium and minerals. Um, for the most part, then it will just urinate it out. Your body, you know, takes what it can. Um, but there could be things, you know, such as that, just as uh, like an electrolyte imbalance that, you know, it could cause cramping, it could cause, you know, uh, nausea, um, you know, more sort of things like that. And also it could potentially limit you that your, you know, your body may react to diarrhea. Your body could react differently of, of getting so much. Thing. I think that it's less of something really bad is going to happen. It's more that um, I think us all, you know, being this nation of wanting so much health um, that we're really just spending, wasting money if, you know, if we are getting enough of it, if we're wasting money on fortified things, trying to get more of it. If you know you're someone, especially, you know, uh, being a vegetarian or vegan or people who have, you know, uh, dietary issues, um, they usually fall into that category where they're not getting a particular vitamin or a particular mineral or um, a protein or what it may be. Um, so it's 
helpful to take, you know, these fortified foods or take an additional supplement. Um, it's more, you know, if you're really concerned about these things, always talk with your doctor or talk with a nutritionist uh, about it. Um, and also the main thing, that kind of the big takeaway from it is when it comes to junk food, that I kind of was leading off is that junk food is no matter, you know, uh, if that sort of, you know, they say a pig is a pig, like, you know, you can put lipstick on it, um, it's still a pig. Uh, it doesn't make it any better or any prettier. So when it comes to you, a lot of times you see, you know, these uh, even even gummies, and I'm not talking about like the the, the straight up, you know, you take two a day vitamin, the, the straight up just junk food candy, or um, you might see chocolate chip cookies now with extra calcium or for. There's if you look on the back, it still has the same fat, it still has the same sugars, it's still a cookie. So possibly, you know, if you're itching for that, try to find the most healthiest cookie maybe. It's an all-brand cookie or it's an oatmeal cookie, and then consume it with a glass of milk, non-percent or 1% milk. That way you're going to get your calcium and you're going to get your vitamin D from it. Um, and you're not having to have these, you know, uh, enhanced foods, as I said, that can have their positives, but when it comes to the junk food stuff, it's really, it's still just junk food that has... Well, and, you know, I just want to say something about the cookies and all of that is we're not advocating here that you abstain from everything that makes you happy. But if you do, oh, you know, no. if you're going to eat, if you're going to eat a cookie, just eat it in moderation. And uh, and then if that's the case, that's then you're not, uh, you're not going to really risk your... Your health, if it's just one cookie, but if you're going to eat the whole box of cookies, now that's where now we're talking about something completely different. So, kind of to wrap it up, what final tips do you have for people when they are shopping for food? Do you recommend that they look for fortified, fortified foods? Uh, of course, we always recommend to eat healthy and to get lots of greens. And you know, if you have a garden, eat from your garden. But for, you know, for other kinds of foods, what is sort of a, a good recommendation? Well, it's all, my recommendation is what of your current situation is. Um, as we know, even in America, there's a big health crisis and uh, lack, and there is poverty of people not having enough food. And also low-income families tend to um, not be able to provide for healthy food because as we know that vegetables and fresh produce tend to cost more. So if you are in a current situation where you don't have accessibility to fresh produce um, or fresh or fresh meats or whatever meat that you're these natural enhanced things, um, then look for products that do have these uh, enhanced and essential uh, vitamins and minerals in them so that you can get a more balanced diet. Um, again, always just read labels and um, think about, you know, what... Again, things that say they're fat-free, they may be filled with sugar. Things that are sugar-free may be added with fat. So read your labels and know what um, your current nutritional situation is to decide if you need fortified foods or not. Well, excellent, excellent advice and something that we can all use, especially in this day and age of so much advertisements and media. I mean, it seems like every time you turn on the television or the radio or look in the newspaper, we're being told, you know, what to eat, what to wear, what's going to make us look sexy and beautiful and get rich and all of these things. So it's really hard to know what the truth is and what we really need. And the last thing we need is just another fad. So, you know, know your body and know what you need. And always, of course, get the doctor's uh, advice before you start any kind of new regimen because perhaps 
what's new is not exactly what's right for you. So, Heather, go ahead and give out the websites. Most definitely. You want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. And you are listening to Star Style, Be The Star You Are, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney. And when we come back from break, we will have lots more. So you stay with us, and I'll be back. The star you are. Be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be The Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org. Be the lucky star you Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are. You are. Plug in your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in the light that shines. Well, thanks so much for staying with us here at Star Style. Be the star you are. I am your personal growth coach, Cynthia Bryan. And you can find out about our services at star-style.com. This show is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. And again, congratulations to all the volunteer supporters and people who care for helping this uh, literacy and empowerment charity survive for 16 years, just celebrating another anniversary. It's, It's crazy how the time goes by. On that note, Uh, I just recently, recently meaning today, received a letter from someone I had met when I was speaking, and I was the empowerment lecturer on a cruise ship maybe about eight years ago, and um, this family bought several of the books, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Living, and they really enjoyed them. And I got this letter, and I hadn't heard from them in a while, and uh, from Canada. 
And it turns out that uh, although this person had had much, much success in his life, he made a very big mistake and um, went into bankruptcy and somehow ended up defrauding his bank of many thousands of dollars. And uh, this letter was coming from prison. And I was like kind of astonished. I remember these people and we sat with them at dinner some nights and they were very lovely people. And now he's serving a term in in a Canadian uh, prison. And why he was writing me is he said that the inmates in prison were mostly young and very feeling hopeless and helpless. And they didn't believe that their lives were of value other than a life of crime. And they didn't see any way out. And why he was writing is he wanted to find out if I would be willing to send some copies of the book, Be the Star You Are, to give them hope and to give them some insight on how they can turn their lives around. And in addition, he wants to start an empowerment library at the prison to help other inmates, even though he's going to be out very shortly in the next month. So it got me to thinking when I read this that I'm going to talk to our board of directors and some of our volunteers, and I thought that perhaps we should create another um, campaign to get books uh, into this prison. So for nine years, we gave books to seven of the juvenile halls to help the kids and turn their lives around, and it was a great success. So why not donate books to prison? If you would like to make a tax-deductible contribution to our Books for Prisons program that we will be launching soon, go to bethestarur.org and click on Donate, and you will be taken to a PayPal site. You can make a tax-deductible donation. You'll get a tax receipt, and you just put in it that this is targeted for books for prison. We can send uh, full cases of books for uh, which would be valued at about a hundred uh, at a six hundred dollars. We can donate this for about a hundred dollar donation. So it's a really great way to help. And you know, it just made me think. There's so many people that that have made the wrong turn in life, and they want to get back on the right road. So let's help them do it. So as I was talking about earlier, we're going to kind of take a little curve here and talk about loss and how do we survive the loss of a loved one, whether it be a friend or a family member. There is really nothing you can do to make a loss less tragic. So the grief, the anger, the frustration that you feel, they are totally normal reactions to the circumstances. Grief really is an organic process, and it has its own wisdom, and it needs, you know, it needs to be expressed. And an understanding friend can be that shoulder to... Uh, express and to witness on the reason I wrote my first uh, book that was uh, that won the most motivational book of the year award be the star you are 99 gifts for living loving laughing and learning to make a difference was because of tragedies in my own life having had my brother killed in a very sad tractor accident when he was only 16 and then having my beloved father die in my arms at a very young age And because of the stages of grief that I personally went through, you know, and we've had, when she was alive, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross was on our program a couple of times. Uh, You know, you go through shock, anger, 
depression, seeking, and then finally you get to the peace. I wrote that book to help people get through the different stages of their lives. And so it's important to talk about death because at some point we're all going to experience it with someone that we know and that it's very normal to feel the anger at the loss and there's a need for comfort and you'll feel overwhelmed and you think you can't go on and then finally you go through acceptance and and understanding that this horrible event is part of being human and all of us are just humans in training so these these feelings very often are all jumbled up, and they don't always come in the right order, as Elizabeth Kubler-Ross talked to us about. Some people turn to God, other people turn, turn away from God, and whatever it is that gives you comfort, that is usually a good thing, unless it's something that's going to be detrimental to your health, like drugs or alcohol or hurting yourself. Some people become exhausted, they feel disconnected, they feel overwhelmed, and they want to go hide. And those are all kind of phases of the anger and the seeking of answers and the depression. So what can you do if you are suffering a loss? And, you know, although I'm speaking about death, I know um, as well that many people experience divorce as a death. And I've had more people in my coaching services that I've offered over the years tell me when they have split up with someone they've been with for a number of years that it felt like a death and they didn't think they could go on. So here are some things you can do. If you feel inspired to do something hopeful, you might want to set up a memorial fund or you can commiserate with friends. You can donate blood. You can write letters. Or something that I always recommend people to do is to plant a memory garden because that is something that is always going to remind you of the positive. If you're feeling discouraged, you want to feel the grief and know that the quote, this too shall pass, and that you do have to give yourself a rest and you do have to give yourself time to grieve. If you feel like laughing, that's okay. Don't feel guilty about that. Sometimes laughter is the best way to manage your grief and to manage your pain. And laughter very often signifies the beginning of healing. If you feel angry, remember that anger is just the opposite, you know, of love. It's an expression of the value that you've attached to your loved one or to your friend. And anger can be appropriate. And it will come and it'll go. And then it will also fade. So allow yourself to feel. If you start feeling afraid, just know that everyone as a human were programmed to want to live. And when someone close to us dies, and especially if you were there during a long illness, or you were really confronted with the fragility of life, or if, like myself, you had someone die in your arms, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. Yet, you have to be able to breathe through it and know that it's not happening to you at the moment, and you still have a life to live. So you have to work through, it's a process. It is a process. There's not a product that can help you. It's a process. If you start feeling hopeless, it's because you might be realizing that we don't control life. Whatever that supernatural power is, whether you call, call it 
God or Allah or the sun or, you know, the big sky above. It doesn't matter. We are not in control. It could be Mother Nature. And if we were, you wouldn't have chosen to lose this dear friend. I mean, none of us would have chosen for my brother to be killed at, at you know, at a, as a teenager. None of us would have chosen for our dad to die so young. They were great people and good people. But this is when you have to have faith and a belief in some higher purpose to life. It really helps you get through the hard times. And if you don't have a belief in any higher purpose, maybe it's time to start searching for one. And I'm not talking that you have to go to church, but you might want to do some meditation or some quiet time or go into the garden or read some philosophy you know, or if, if you want, go to a psychic or go to a fortune teller. I mean, just do something that kind of jars you from your regular routine. And the most important thing here is to focus on being grateful that you had this wonderful friend for the time that you had this friend or this loved one. And these methods attempt to understand the, the fact that all of us are imperfect and all of us are human. We're all mortal. And faith, having faith gives us a framework to accept what we look at as being totally unacceptable. And it gives us some meaning to life if we focus on nature and science to give you a sense that there is some sense in life. We never know the reasons, you know, that someone is taken away from us, especially in the prime of their life. And we always try to figure it out. But, you know, there is no rhyme or reason. You know, things, things happen. And it's especially hard if it has to do with a suicide. You know, like we, we recently experienced with uh, Robin Williams' death, and it really affected so many people. And it affected me since I'd worked with him so many times because he was such a great person who gave so much to so many but was not able to receive uh, and receive that love. So you may want some solitude from time to time. You may want to get your thoughts together. But be careful not to isolate yourself too much because there are friends and family and neighbors around you, and they really do want to help you uh, with these issues. Most of the time, they do not know what they can do to help. And sometimes people say the most horrible things, and we have to not take them to heart. You know, I know that when my brother was killed, people said he was in a better place now. And to me, that was the most hurtful thing anybody could say, because how could he be in a better place? Why was he wasn't with our family, and we were a great family. <laughs> and uh, to me, I don't care if, if it is heaven. We still wanted him on earth. But people mean well. So you just have to kind of shrug things off and let it go. Eventually, you will survive it and you will heal. And you have to be willing to get back on your feet and back into the real life. Because the promise of happiness is strong enough that the risk is worth it. You will experience guilt when you start having fun. It's just normal. Because you, you'll say to yourself, as I did, is how can the world go on? You know, my, my uh, pedestal has just been kicked out from under me. Or my foundation has just crumbled. But the world goes on with or without us. And that's just the way it is in life. And all of us are expendable, but all of us will hurt with something. So if you do know the stages of grief, it's going to be helpful. 
If you can have a feeling of gratitude for everything you shared with your lost family member or your friend and realize what a gift their being in the world for even a short time was, you're going to be better off because, you know, it's important to move on. So a couple other things you can do is create a ritual that gives your subconscious a framework for accepting the loss. It could be a ceremony, just words or smells. You know, that could be incense or flowers or candles or music, something that is a sensory awareness to help you cope. And that will help you get through the days. I know that for me, I still wear some of my brother's shirts and my dad's hats and my dad's shirts and you know, it, it just helps me feel close to them. And it, and there's nothing that's goofy about any of it. So if somebody says to you, you know, get over it, it's been a year, or it's been five years, no one can tell you how long you can grieve. Grieving is your space. It is your place. You, and, you know, if you want to have pictures around or whatever you do, it's intangible. Take this opportunity to share your memories, talk about the loss. It's incredibly important. And find people who understand. Find people who can support you. Go to a therapy or a grief grief group. It can be extremely helpful. Um, You know, give yourself permission to rebuild your life and to move away from the why and the how and, and just learn how to grieve effectively. And distractions are good. You know, sometimes you gotta leave your familiar territory go visit a friend in a different place, take a break from what you're what you're doing. All on the counter of that, too much distraction can be counterproductive. Don't run away from your grief because then you wind up creating more problems. So you really do have to wallow in it. You really do have to accept it, embrace it, and then you'll be able to move on. For me as a writer, I found that writing and journaling was like the best thing ever. And even if you're not a writer, you can write about what you're feeling. You don't ever have to show it to anybody. But the tears that you cry will help you heal. So just remember that grief is as natural as digestion. And if you stop either one from happening, you're going to have trouble. So grief is sort of like winter. Spring eventually comes and things bloom again and live again. So finding, if, if you find that acceptance is possible, impossible, get some therapy. It may save your life. So again, here are the tips. Get support. The people around you will express a lot of conflicting feelings because they're experiencing shock and loss too. And so this may be a time that you're going to find out who your true friends are. And some of your friends may avoid you because they don't really understand But you will have a trusted group of friends and family who will surround you and help you. Talk or write about it. You don't want to keep it in. Assume that you have, you know, a thousand tears to shed and then do that and express your feelings. Again, a support group, a clergy person, a therapist who will listen without judging is really critical. And create a ritual or a ceremony when you feel ready. You want to do something to let go of your grief. Um, you may want to include friends or family to perhaps, you know, put something into the ocean or put a memento into the ground. And as I said, a memory garden in honor of my loved ones it has always been my go-to because I have a little bench out there with um, Papa's Memory Park, and I can just sit there and talk to my dad. So I hope these tips help you, and I hope that your life is filled with happiness and that you don't have to meet 
such grief at an early age, but do know at some point it's going to happen. And these are a few tools to help you get through it. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. And when we come back from break, we're going to go into the September garden. Don't go away. Lots more to come. And you can visit us at star-style.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Growth is a terrific thing when you're prepared to handle it. Oftentimes, small business owners try to do everything themselves, and when they find they can't, they panic or they withdraw. It is the managerial demands that can cause a burgeoning business to fail. It is time to delegate management to a qualified individual and keep tabs on the progress. Here are a list of traits that a successful manager can employ as business is growing. First, focus on the project exclusively. Second, pay attention to the minute details. Third, train your personnel and see training as an investment in the future. Fourth, evaluate all your employees' productivity. Fifth, resolve conflicts and keep the business running smoothly. Then step back and determine where your company currently is and where it wants to go. Take the steps necessary to ensure continual growth and prosperity. And remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information on coaching, you can call 925-377-STAR. Or visit our website, star-style.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are, you are the star. Pump up your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive, life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, hosted by the passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. Find all you need. So glad you are still with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, and I hope to empower you to be the star you were born to be. Well, summer is winding down, autumn is creeping up, and for gardeners, this is the time to determine if you want to plant a fall vegetable garden to provide fresh vegetables throughout the colder season without the headaches of weeds and pests and water conservation. This is also the time to consider planting a cover crop to enrich the tired soils with vital organic material which will add nitrogen while protecting the bare ground from erosion. Cover crops suppress weeds and improve the overall structure of the soil and water retention capacity. We still need to conserve water everywhere, especially here in California. 
Scientists have now changed their prediction of an El Nino this winter from 80% chance to less than 60%. So even if we do get substantial precipitation, we'll still be in a drought. So you want to keep water awareness in mind when planting this fall and choose some drought-resistant species whenever possible. Ornamental grasses can take center stage as they sway in the wind with their feathery fronds offering texture and beauty with minimal water requirements. So here are a few things you can do in the September garden, and especially if you are in California. First, plant a cover crop of fava beans. This giant vetch can easily reach four feet tall, and it's grown both for its edible beans as well as its soil-building cover crop that is planted in late summer, then it overwinters, and then you till it under in the spring before planting anything else. you um, If you want to shop for produce this season, right now, if you don't grow your own, you can buy amazing locally grown fruits, vegetables, herbs at farmer's markets. So usually up until about October in most states, there are farmer's markets. Or if you live in rural areas, there are a lot of farm fresh stands just on the side of the road. I know Growing up on the farm, that's what we had, were these stands, and you would sell things straight to the public. So consider that. Now, you may also want to freeze, pickle, or dry any extra produce that you have harvested from your garden, including herbs. So here's a a very simple thing that you might want to do, and you can make like a pesto paste. And you can do this not only with basil, but with cilantro, fennel, sage, thyme. And then you can put it into ice cube trays, save it in freezer bags for whenever you want a quick and delicious sauce. I call it presto pesto. So you just, you know, you can just click an ice cube out and you'll have a savory sauce to put on vegetables or, or you, on any of your meats or anything that you want it. Now, you could green up your lawns by adding sugar-chelated liquid iron during this hot weather. It absorbs quickly while building chlorophyll, and it doesn't promote excessive growth or the need for extra water. I know I got back here to Northern California, and today it's like 94 degrees here. And, of course, we are in a drought, and water is very scarce. So, you know, to help, to help your lawns, if you still have them, you want to give them a little bit of a boost. Now, this is the time of year to dig up any of your potato crop. You can spread newspaper to dry your potatoes for about three hours. And then after you've done that, you can store them in a dark, cool place. And make sure to store only on damaged, disease-free tubers. Otherwise, you can spoil your whole crop. But then they can last for several months. Raise pumpkins and squash off the ground before, you know, they're ripening right now. Some are already ripe. And all you have to do is place a piece of wood underneath the pumpkin or the squash, and that'll prevent it from rotting. If you leave it on the wet soil, it's going to start rotting. Also, the time of year, get your garlic and your onions planted. Who can have a garden or who can have a meal without garlic and onions? It's time to tidy up the garden by cleaning up crops that have finished their cycle. You want to rake the falling uh, leaves and add them to your compost pile. Don't put them in those green bins to be taken away. Make your own compost pile. Even if you have a small garden, you can always have a small little area in your side yard. And this is going to be worth its weight in gold so that you can put it back into your garden. It's time to deadhead annuals and perennials. And you will extend their autumn color and you'll get a few more blooms until the first frost. 
cut fall blooming gerberas for indoor arrangements. If you have grapes at all, the grape leaves are turning a beautiful color right now. And mixing them with asparagus ferns is just a gorgeous, gorgeous autumn uh, arrangement for any of your rooms. You can also enjoy the bright blooms of the crepe myrtles in shades of fluorescent pink, purple, violet, and white. And now soon their leaves are going to be bringing fall color. Also, if you're looking to plant uh, trees, this is the time of year to go to the nursery and see uh, trees like crepe myrtles are in bloom or to see the fall trees in their color foliage because it is there's nothing better than having trees that turn colors when it becomes September, October, November. But you never know what colors are going to be until you see them. So go and see that. Make sure to fix any leaks. You know, you want to buy new hoses and you want to check your irrigation system monthly. Also time to divide perennials. I like to divide my perennials and I move them to other places in my garden. And then I also share them, my, my divisions, with friends. Pre-cool your body in this heat before working in the garden by drinking a big glass of water with ice in it. I like to put a squeeze of lemon as well. And what this does is it will ward off any heat-induced fatigue. If you're like me and you spend hours in your garden or all your free time, I mean, I'm just I'm in the garden if, when I'm not working, when I'm not writing or speaking or coaching. And, you know, it is hot out there, so make sure to drink plenty of water. This is also the time to direct sow the seeds of lettuce, mosh, arugula, and other greens so that you can have fresh salads through the autumn. Remember to water those seeds until they are sprouting and to keep them damp so that you can have that. If you have a pond, it's time to clear out the weeds and you want to get keep the leaves out of the water, which not only dirty the pond, but may add uh, some, you know, some chemicals to the water if you have fish that could be detrimental. This is the time to start your kale, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, and cabbage. Did you know that these brassicas originated from heritage seeds of wild mustard? And mustard is something else that you'll want to put in your garden. It is a, another great addition to salads. And uh, you can also expand your shade garden by planting one of the new varieties of hydrangeas. The bloom colors, they range from this beautiful lime green to blue, fuchsia, pink, white. There's even multi-hued ones. And some of these age into a color of red. You can get hydrangeas in sizes that are that will only be a couple feet high to ones that go eight feet high and eight feet wide. So check that out. And now it's also the time to buy spring bulbs. And remember that tulips need to be refrigerated for a month before planting. And there are other bulbs that need refrigeration as well. They have to be cold. And fill the gaps in your landscape with autumn flowering plants that include colorful chrysanthemums, pansies, and asters. And for those of you who live in Northern California... I'll be handing out free seeds, potpourri, and garden bookmarks at the Be The Star You Are booth at the Moraga Pear and Wine Festival, Saturday, September 27th, between 11 and 4 p.m. Come and participate in our story game and say hello to me. And this is sponsored by La Marinda Weekly and Napa Valley Wealth Management. So I want to thank them once again for their sponsorship. 
Remember that school is back in session, so drive carefully and enjoy the final days of exuberant blooming flowers and and trees because summer is fading into autumn and the trees are going to begin changing their wardrobe. So happy gardening and happy growing. And if you need uh, any consultation, uh, I am available as a speaker, a designer, and a consultant. You can email me, Cynthia at CynthiaBryan.com. And that is our show for today. So thank you so much for being great listeners and allowing us into your life. Make sure you are tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific with me, Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany as your personal growth success coaches and your Health Matters health hero. We want to bring you the advice and fun and success. We also uh, showcase renowned authors from around the globe so that you can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style, visit star-style.com. To get involved or make a donation to the positive media charity, Be The Star You Are, visit bethestarur.org. You can also call us 925-377-STAR. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. So see beyond your physical being. Know you're already a star. Cherish the past, dream of the future, but celebrate every moment. And read a book this week and consider picking up a copy. You can do it at Amazon or from our site at starstyleradio.com. Go to store Pick up a copy of Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference, or Be the Star You Are for Teens. And until next week, when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. You've been listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, Shoot for the Stars, and Be the Star You Are. Thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.